Listener discretion is always advised. Now, I constantly, well, at least for the last, I don't know, three seasons, because my seasons, they occur every six months. A new season pops up. And if I change the podcast, a new one pops up also. But within the last three seasons, especially, especially within the last three seasons, I have consistently focused on two things that have always been very, very not only educational, but like, what the fuck? To me, since I've been a kid. So these two things is something that has always kind of make you go, huh? And especially to me as a kid. And number one of all is the motherfucking UFOs. Now, if you listen to some of the last season's podcast, you'll hear me talking like, I just want to know what they are. I want to know who built them. I want to know who controlled them. I want to know what powers them. I want to know, can we use that technology to further the human race? I mean, but, you know, most of the time, people, they don't listen to shit. They just hear shit. Or they think they hear me say something that I did not necessarily say. So let me let me point this out real, real quick to you. Because I've said it before already. I feel that we are probably one of the lowest forms of existence in the solar system. If there is a solar system. Okay? Now, let's just say there is a solar system. We don't know. They keep shooting shit up to, to, to go into space, to land on the moon. But every single time that they shoot some shit up into space, that's supposed to land on the moon. This shit don't happen no more. It could happen way, way back then when you could string people up and dangle them over like weird styrofoam globes and weird shit. But, but as of now, 2024, we should have high definition footage of the moon. They got high definition footage of Jupiter. Isn't Jupiter further from Earth than the moon? I mean, I mean, you know, um... Go inside. I should probably go inside. Papa! What, what's going on? I know, but, but every time that I start recording, I have to remind people that, um... This is for masters, this technique. Again. For the win, it's your boy, Young Ustis. But you can call me Justice. This is the pod. This is the Justice and the Peace podcast. Chiming in one more time for the win. Here we go. I'm about to talk my shit. Now, like I was saying, there's a couple of things that have always kind of bothered me and, and, and made me ask questions about some of the shit that it is that I've been taught. Some of the things that it is that I think I know. And not only that made me question, do I really know what it is that they taught me or am I just regurgitating something that it is that they want me to use when I run out of questions? But doesn't matter, right? In case you don't know, at the beginning of this year, turn it down, turn it down. At the beginning of this year, there was some incident 
that occurred in a mall in Miami. They said it was some kids fighting in the mall with sticks. I mean, these kids, they had to be horrible kids. I mean, these kids, they had to be giants. They, 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 they had to be wielding sticks that no one has ever seen before because the response from the police department was undeniable. It was something that I have not seen shit in my whole life. And now as the story is starting to slowly unfold, I mean, if you know anything about Project Bluebeam, if you know anything about mind control, this can easily be a psyop. But what if it isn't? What if this shit is real? What if what it is that they're talking about is actually going on? And, and these are the kind of things that make you go, huh? I mean, at least they make me go, huh? A few videos jumped out. A few videos popped out. And one of those videos was a... It was footage of squad cars surrounding something. I don't know what it was. I still don't know what it is. But I do know one thing. We got somebody who says that they were present for this incident. What the fuck really happened? Hey, what's happened? going on, guys? Uh, my name is Fitz. I, um, I was there at the Bayside Mall with my family. Um, and we all saw exactly what happened. Um... Don't like pay attention to a lot of the videos that are out there. I feel like a lot of people are trying to wait a second. So I shouldn't believe the video that I was just talking about. I'm sorry. Continue. I use this for clout. Um, but what happened, we all saw what happened and it, you know, it's pretty serious. I, uh, Who is we, uh, you know, I'm, it's been a few days, but, and you know, our whole family's processing it, but I think we've kind of like, uh, accepted that we were a part of this weird, uh, experience and moment um so basically what happened was i was there with my brother brian uh and my sister and my nephew we were looking for shoes uh for my nephew and then we see a whole crowd of people outside the store um just running out in a direction so with with shoes did they have shoes you know as soon as you saw it we uh we were like oh oh shit you know what's going on so we immediately ran out with our nephew and um yeah, we picked him up and we ran out and we followed the crowd. Uh, and then about like a, a, a few seconds later, as soon as we started running, uh, my nephew, he's autistic. So he was pointing behind us and he was saying blanky, which he'll usually say whenever he feels unsafe or. I have to question this right here. I have an autistic son myself and and like. uh there's different forms of being on the spectrum. I can acknowledge that. And and within what it is that they have diagnosed these children, most of the time, me being, being an autistic father, meaning that I have an autistic child, when an autistic child sees some shit that's not normal or, or, or is out of place, Usually they can and do use code words. So I can't discredit that. All I can say is that my son, he wouldn't have said blanky, but please, sir, con ten you. Scared. Um, 
and he was pointing behind us. So me and my brother, we look behind us and then we see these three, nine, 10 foot tall creatures. I'm not gonna say aliens. Uh, everyone keeps saying it's aliens. I'm not saying aliens. Why won't you say aliens? Huh? Why, well, if, if, you know what? Continue. Cause I don't know what it was. Uh, none of us really knew everyone. All of us stopped in our track. We, you know, a whole bunch of people were pointing at it. Uh, I mean, there were other people running. Um, you know, there was a crowd. As soon as it made itself more apparent, um, it looked like it was glitching, not like a computer pixelation, but like a wavy glitch. Um, and whatever maybe was covering them had, you know, unveiled or whatever. Um, yeah, it looked like a glitch, man. Uh, it like a, a weird glitch in the matrix or whatever. And, um, and then you could see it in its full form, all three of them. And then, uh, wait a second, what was its full form? So, so you are acknowledging that you have seen something that it is that you cannot acknowledge exists in the history or your memory of seeing something, right? Which means that, I mean, we all know what a gerbil looks like. We all know what a hamster is. We understand the life of a hare or a tortoise. Tortoise, I'm sorry. We understand that there are thousands of animals that you could recite. You know what an alligator is, don't you? You know what a shark is. You know what a goddamn bass fish is. You know what a striper fish is. But you don't know what this is. So why in the fuck won't you call it what it should automatically be classified as? A fucking alien. But continue. Uh, it, you know, they were all black. You saw eyes. Uh, and you could faintly see, like, like lips. But, um, yeah, I was about, like, Stop. So, um, are there any, um, were there any of, uh, those lady, like, uh, non-alien things that it is? I mean, if they got lips, I mean, here, as humans, you know, we kind of, we, we, we like things. We, DSL, nigga, come on, continue. 20 feet away. Um, because obviously everybody gave it distance, right? And, um, you know, they're tall. Um, so we all just, like, looked at them. They were just standing there. And the thing that was a little bit weird, well, it was clearly, like, observing us. It was sentient, right? Like, or whatever. I mean, I don't know. But uh, it was aware of us. Ooh, in case you don't know, for some of the people that do listen to the podcast, sentient means that it was not only aware of itself, but it was also aware of its surroundings. Your word of today is sentient. Sentient. Continue. It looked at us, the whole crowd, and then as soon as it started walking with its big legs, like, kind of like, it started, like, almost glitching again, um, we all ran, um... My brother, like, immediately said, yo, let's go. He grabbed me by... Wait. 
the autistic one or is there a regular one? I mean, because the autistic one is the smart one. He spotted the shit first. He immediately identified danger. So he's the smart guy. So the stupid guy who's the regular guy is your brother, right? So continue. By the shoulder, we, we bolted out of there. And for anyone that's like saying, you know, where's the footage? Where's the footage? Yeah, I know. I, I don't have any footage. And I'll explain why. Cause like, yeah, explain that shit. When I, when I saw it, I was in complete fear. Okay, of what? It's, it was something that I, I completely froze, man. I don't care if I sound like a bitch about it. Like, you don't sound like a bitch. But then again, you just might be a bitch. <laughs> I don't know you personally, but please continue. I froze. And I don't care who you are. I feel like when you're seeing something paranormal, it's different than when you're seeing a fight. Yeah, you'll probably want to record that and put it on Worldstar or whatever. When you see something paranormal, that's different. Because your reality, you can't comprehend what you're seeing. A fight, you kind of get it. Two people are fighting. You, you can comprehend that. Something like this, none of us could comprehend. Your first instinct is like, it ain't to like take out your phone and start recording. Your first instinct is like, I've never seen this before. What is this? Is it going to hurt me or my family? That's my, that was my first number one priority. Um, so if you don't believe me, I get it. You know, it's fine. Like it is silly. I'm, I'm sure that someone had footage from that night. If you did, please contact me just so like, you know, we, we actually have it. Um, so anyways, as soon, as soon as the creature started moving, we all just jetted out of there. We, we ran out the, the, the front doors. Um, and you know, obviously like we see a whole sea of cop cars, mad cop cars where other ones were coming in. Um, and we ran with our nephew and then, you know, a, a cop stopped us. Um, you know, they took us a little in a, to a bit of a safer area behind, right in the, behind the car. Wait a second. So the cops stopped you. They stopped you guys. They stopped your group in particular. And they took you to a safe place. And then what? Um, and then um, and they asked us what we saw. Uh, and we, we told them what we saw. Um, you know, they wrote it down. And th they asked everybody. So these guys, were they calm? I mean... Did it seem like this is something that they were expecting? Kind of like, you know, Thor looking for a fucking hammer? Like, I'm trying to figure out how to make it make sense. And I can't. So please, sir, continue. Everybody to check their phones. Not everybody, because there was mad people like running away too, right? They couldn't get everyone. Um, so I'm wondering if someone's going to post a video. Um, but yeah, they, they, they look through everyone's phone. Wait. So the police, they spotted you and then they took you into a safe space, a, a place to where it is that you should feel comfortable. And then they went through the private archives of your phone? Oh my God, when I die, please throw my phone in, in salty water. 
do the Walter White shit. Put it over a magnet or something like that so all of the data is corrupted. I, I, I mean, this is the part of the story where I start to get... Could you... If, if I ask you what happened, is this story going to be the same? But we're, we're all the way right back around to wherever it is that I started at. And that's this. Please continue. I didn't record anything, so I was fine. None of us recorded anything, so... Why? We were basically free to go. Why? Um, but in the distance, you could still see, like... You know, I didn't see the being, beings come out the door, right? Oh, shit. So they, they, they came outside. So what you're saying is that you and your family was in the mall minding your motherfucking business, right? You just minding your motherfucking business and you see a whole bunch of people running away and you have an autistic child with you who has enough intelligence to tell you like, hey, you should probably turn around and look at this shit. And what did you do? You stopped, you turned around, you look at the shit. And then once you look at the shit, you don't recognize the shit and you're so much of uh, uh, being in a shocked state that you do not record. How old are you? That's number one of all. Number two of all is you were taking instructions from somebody that you were supposed to instruct. That's That should be number one of all. He is the smartest guy on your goddamn squad. And he pointed out some shit that you ain't never seen before in your life. And as soon as you seen that shit, you did not capture it with the, the, the best technology that exists right now. You didn't even think about that, huh? Because you were so mesmerized. You were so lost in the moment that you didn't even think that, you know what? Even if it's not real, I got a picture of it. You, you didn't even think that. You think anything. You're just so worried about getting getting your nephew out of harm's way that you didn't even know was a way until he pointed the shit out to you. So so once again, full circle. Continue. Hey, um, but you could see on the side of the building, uh kind of like that clip that everyone's seeing. Um, that it was slowly walking and it was like, it wasn't cloaking or glitching or whatever. It was walking. So I don't know if they, it seemed more like it was an interdimensional thing. Someone's coming into our dimension or whatever, a bunch of them. Wait a second. What the fuck does that mean? I mean, if you look at all of the stuff that it is that they present to us on TV right now, it's multiverse, uh, trans, like kind of change over. Everything right now is, is some shit that if I told my great-grandmother about, she would definitely say that that is either the devil or witchcraft. So I, I continue, man. Well, what else happened? And I think, you know, that 
it, it was just interesting the police response because it was a whole bunch of them this ain't for no teenagers no this is this was for something way bigger um and it almost didn't i say this is exactly how everything started the fucking police showed up 200 squad cars deep at least for some kids fighting with some sticks it still doesn't make sense to me, but this guy says that he was in the vicinity. He was in the immediate area of where all of these things actually happened. So maybe he should continue. It seemed like the cops had like a, a, a an already made strategy for it because they surrounded the be one of the beings with like all their police cars, they blared it up even louder because you could hear that it was louder. Um, maybe as an attempt to like distract it or let it know like, hey, you don't belong here, right? Um, and, you know, they were trying to like slowly move alongside with it. Um, but I didn't see anything else after that because me and my family, we, we got out of there. We went into our car, we went home because, um, you know, we had, we had our nephew with us and we went to make sure like, you know, he was okay. Um, so I, you know, I, I was, I'm, I'm still kind of like processing everything. Like it's weird, but at the same time, I'm glad that we weren't alone in seeing it. Cause like, it was a whole bunch of us that saw it. Um, and it, it feels kind of like, you know, you're part of something like really big. Uh, but at the same time, it's confusing because like you want, you want to kind of like show people. Like, I wish I took a video, man. Like, because people are going to probably think I'm crazy, right? Um, Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, nigga. Continue. But, yeah, you. I, I'm left with more questions. Like, we were all kind <clears> of <throat> left with more questions than anything else. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that it's aliens. I know everybody's saying it's aliens. Why not? I'm not saying that. All, Why not? All I'm saying is I saw something coming through like a weird glitchy, maybe a portal or whatever. Um, and it was like they were, you know, they're pretty tall. Um, you could see some facial fe It was very, they were very dark, like I, I, and um, and shiny. But I can't tell if it was like a wet shiny or like a met metallic shiny. Um, and yeah, and you know long limbs yeah i mean yeah long limbs long Papa. fingers um they were definitely humanoid in shape um and shadowy um but that maybe that shadowiness was like from a glitch or whatever like whatever cloaking maybe they had like fell off um but yeah it felt like something was coming into our world or whatever Wait a second. It felt. I hate that I feel. Motherfucker, please tell me what it is that you know. What it is that you have seen, saw, how it is that you do. I mean, obviously, this guy, he knows how to talk, right? He, he, com he completely can speak the vernacular of an intelligent individual. But at the same time, in this time, where we live at, people live 
in a aura of clout. It's almost like a cloud. It keeps them suspended from the reality that actually exists on the ground. So, so I am not necessarily sure if what it is that he's talking about actually happened to him, but good God damn, it's a fucking good story. Continue. Um, like a fucking Stranger Things episode, but, uh, but it was, it was crazy, man. Like, um, I, I do wish that we took video. Um, obviously I was scared, bro. Like we were all scared. Like it's different when you see it in real life. Um, I, I doubt that we're going to see anything like that ever again. I think it was like a, it feels like it was just like a momentary glitch or like, oh, they showed up and maybe they're not going to pop in again, but I'm not going to go back to Bayside Mall. Um, that whole incident, like freaked us out, you know, um, and, you know, hit me up if you were there, if you got video, um, just cause like, I feel like we should all talk about it. Like, I feel like we should, the people that were there should all communicate and, and talk about what happened. Um, cause you know, anyone that wasn't there, like you wouldn't get it. It was, it's, it's not an experience that that's explainable on, in a video. Like it was very much like a, a, a unique once in a lifetime moment, uh, of absolute fear and terror and wonder. And there's so many feelings that you have, um, in, in that moment, um, in time. Uh, and it all kind of like happened so fast, like a blur. I need to process this. Like, hey, what's going on guys? Uh, my name is Fitz. All right. That that's, I, I tried my hardest not to stop it, but I, I, I have too many questions and it seems like his presentation was only to answer a certain amount of questions and you know, I, hey, I, I mean, you know, my grandson, he'll tell you real, real quick that um, I'm a fucking idiot. So, I mean, I don't understand some of these things, but I do understand one thing in its entirety. There is no way in any kind of verse or timeline that something besides us does not exist. And when I say that, it links into the things that it is that I know humans are capable of. And humans are capable of horrendous things. There are so many bad things that are happening right now as you listen in to my voice that even if I told you, I really couldn't explain it. Even if I showed you, you really couldn't even obtain it. You you really, you'd be like, God damn this. I'm so glad it's not happening to me. You understand that. So I go out on an olive branch to try to figure out exactly what it is and why it is that people are talking about what the fuck it is that they choose to spin this, this, you are a speck in the sand on a beach that stretches to millennia. You are stardust and ain't nobody took it 
out they day, out they time to try to explain that shit to you. So when you do see things that it is that you cannot necessarily understand, who is the central blame supposed to be sent to? Who do you blame because you is as stupid as a goddamn doorknob? And and most of you bitches already know that you doorknobs because you know how doorknobs work. Everybody gets but like I said, I mean, it, it puts you in a fucked up state of mind. And, and within that fucked up state of mind, I have to remind you that in this country, this great existence that America claims itself to be, we are the biggest child trafficking, drug using, criminal convicting, and not only that, I turning piece of whatever civilization that it is that we exist in right now. We turn our backs and not only that, cover our eyes to the needs of veterans who fight for what it is that I do every single time I hit that record button. Use the freedom of speech we turn our backs on them right now. Right now, as you hear my voice, there is a veteran sleeping on the streets. I have no sponsors, but I give a fuck. I give all fucks. I love every single one of the veterans. I don't even give a fuck if they don't even like me. But what it is that someone has to not only subscribe to and then mentally break themselves down to be a part of whatever kind of gang it is that they got, because they're all gangs. But our military is the biggest gang that has ever existed. One thing that you don't want to do is fuck with America. But one thing that it is that you can do is fuck with America, especially if you use some sort of religious mind state or faith-based entity that actually can generate money for economy. And if you can generate money for this economy, well, then you could probably do this also. And that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. I got to take it back. I got to take it back. You you could also, you know what? I don't even think I need to play a clip. Maybe I should just tell you. Do you know that there are tunnels under your feet? Do you know that? Did you know that every single city, a majority of the time was built on top of a city, which means that there are underground dwelling points in every single city. And the only reason that I know that is because I've seen pictures. I've seen videos. I've seen a lot of shit that I usually don't report on, but truthfully, like I said, the, the two things is, is the UFOs and what it is that I want. And please, 
if you know what it is that I want and what it is that I strive for, you know how this is going to go. Please talk to him. What y'all building all these bunkers for? Hey, look at this. Jeffrey Epstein and these people he went to jail with. Yeah, I seen that, but I don't want to talk about that. What y'all building these bunkers for? Goddamn, just because I'm rich and got money and got power, I got to have a reason to build a fucking bunker? Under you goddamn right, nigga. Explain that shit to me right now. Ground with everything in it to live for a long time with me and my people? Uh, hell yeah. <sighs> okay, look, man, look. I'll, I'll tell you why we're building the bunkers, if it helps. We're building the bunkers because everything's perfectly fine. There's nothing to worry about. Bitch, stop talking to me and fucking pee off. What y'all protecting y'all self from? Is this something we the public need to be worried about? <sighs> hey, look at this, bro. Cat Williams been tripping lately. Did you see this? Hey, hey, stop changing the motherfucking subject. Interview? Why y'all building these fucking bunkers? Look, I heard it was some aliens at the mall in Florida. Why y'all building these fucking bunkers? <laughs> Bill Clinton was on the Jerry Epps. Didn't I tell you I wanted a motherfucking bunker? Thin list, man. Did you see that? Why y'all building these fucking bunkers? <laughs> Why the fuck you need to know, huh? You gonna build one? I might. But you ain't. So worry about shit that you prepared to worry about. What is it? I'm worried about my goddamn bunker. Something happening that I can't prepare for? <laughs> I said too much. Fuck. What y'all building all these bunkers for? Why in the fuck is all of these rich people building bunkers is there something that it is that they know that not only i don't know and you don't know also i mean because we know a lot of shit right we know a lot right now we live in a informational technology and truthfully if you go over your data stream they can shut your phone off they think you sharing too much information they can shut your shit off. But then again, sometimes the information that it is that you share is so valuable that it makes you giggle like this. Right here. What did ugly people get? How the fuck would I know? That ain't my family tree. I thought somebody was going to speak up. No, for the first time, it don't matter what the fuck you look like, you can fucking make it. Trick Daddy is rich and famous. Hey, man, trick love the kids. <laughs> I don't give a fuck who you is. You ain't uglier than Trick Daddy, bitch. <laughs> that man look like a number two of Kids, man. You shouldn't need no motivation. All the people got to change is if a restaurant and a cooking show and he eat ass. Trick daddies. You said. Hold on. Hold on. 
before this next clip begins. I have to give you context because you can only listen to me right now. You can't see me yet. But now, Trick Daddy didn't heard Cat Williams talking shit about him. And Cat Williams said that that nigga looked like a bowel movement. Cat Williams said that that nigga looked like diarrhea and he got gonorrhea. Plus syphilis and a whole... B- this is Trick Daddy's reply. Trick, Trick. I thought you let him get... You know he a kid. Stop playing. There's some slick shit about me in one of your stand-up... Um, in one of your stand-up, you was, you was being sarcastic saying that if Trick Daddy can own a restaurant, you can do anything. Hey, tell that bitch to put her motherfucking seatbelt on. Hey, look, well... Tell her to put her motherfucking seatbelt on. Nigga, you bulldagging looking ass fuck, nigga. Keep my name out your mouth. I'm not no comedian. I'm a street nigga first, okay? Keep- Shut up. Now this right here is where I go bad. All of you old rapping ass niggas still sending threats through the internet, have you not learned that you can catch time? Are you mad because a comedian says something about you? You lucky that anybody is even talking about you. When was the last time that you went gold, nigga? When was the last time, nigga, that you went silver? Matter of fact, when was the last time that you went aluminum, nigga? You don't sell records no more. You don't even make music that's even repable anymore. You can't rep your music, nigga. You an old nigga, and he's right. You eat ass. And ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't think that it's something that you should share with everybody, but you eat ass, and you tried to eat somebody else's ass. You didn't even know she had kibbles and bits in her shit. You, you, you don't know nothing about this. You don't know. Bruh, you put yourself out there in the way that it is that you put yourself out there. You trick, trick. My nigga, you ride in a Century LaVille. You in a Cadillac two-wheel, nigga. Well, how is you mad as somebody else point out the fact that you ugly? Because being ugly ain't nobody's problem except for yours. That's that's a hindrance that you have worked through your whole life. You know good and goddamn well, you look like somebody took a shit on your cheeks. You know good and goddamn well that that ain't that ain't never changed nothing in your life also. As long as you got a little bit of money, these bitches going to act like sugar is honey. So why in the fuck is, oh, that's right. Every single thing that it is that you said was a lie. It was a projection of a person that it is that you thought existed, but that person only existed inside of your mind state. And as soon as somebody challenges that, you get mad. You want to call him a bitch. How you get mad at a comedian when your whole career is a joke. I mean, <laughs> Trick Daddy. 
Trick Daddy. Your name is Trick Daddy. So, so how far in the fuck is it that you think that you really gonna go with your career? And obviously, you didn't go far because you're wearing the same motherfucking hoodie that I could buy at a goddamn smoke shop. Plus, you're riding in somebody else's car. It's not no goddamn Bentley. It ain't no... You are supposed to be honorable. And you got a restaurant and all this whole other shit. Nigga, you have multiple revenue incomes coming in. But what we see... Getting shitted out is exactly what he said. <laughs> Your face. But trick, trick. You love the kids. I gotta let you talk. What's on your mind, man? My name is your mouth, bitch ass nigga. Ooh, look at him. Temper flat. Temper flat. Keep Ricky smiling, name my your mouth. Fuck him. All OGs name my your mouth. What OG? Ain't none of y'all niggas OGs. If you don't like a person, if you don't like a person, you don't say it. I told people I, that I didn't think you was funny. I ain't never said I didn't like you. And I'm glad I didn't never say I didn't like you because me, by me not thinking you were funny, I actually saw you one day and I was laughing my ass off. I'm Ooh, okay, okay. He's being nice, what happened? I was crying laughing one day. Remember that little boy put you in the headlock? Hey, bro. <laughs> not fair. Not fair. Not fair. We don't know what Cat was going through that day. We cannot fully, completely understand the mind state. A pimpin', pimpin'. We, we, we can't. Hey, 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 hey. You can't do that trick. Matter of fact, Trick them. Tell them what they want to hear. I was crying, fucking laughing that day, nigga. Bitch ass, nigga, you, you scary curls, half perm wearing ass, nigga. Stop. Oh, look at him. He bald headed, got the Propecia, Jada Pinkett bullshit going on, nigga. You can't grow your hair, nigga. Your hair probably falling off your balls. And truthfully, I don't care if anything falls off of anything around you. I mean, you are Trick Daddy, right? Ain't you Trick Daddy? Didn't you fuck Trina? My nigga, that, that right there is enough. She's the baddest bitch. I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe you motherfuckers have your, your, your ori the, the orientation of what it is that you can achieve miscombobulated in what it is that you believe. Your name is Trick Daddy, which means you are the daddy of tricks, which means you deal with Johns. And if you know anything about the street life, my nigga, my guy, my boy, all he did was push the envelope of paper. And I am not talking about the shreddables. He pushed an envelope of paper right to your presence. And what do you do? What, what? Tell me. Man, listen, man. Stop talking about other niggas to be relevant in the game, the trend. Because you was trending today, and I'm going to be trending tomorrow. Guess what? I'm going to be trending for life.
You make songs, my nigga. That's what you do. You make songs. And songs aren't hard to make at all. We obviously have seen that anybody and everybody can make a goddamn song. But for an OG to have his feathers ruffled in the fashion that it is that you're presenting your feelings, it makes you look weak. I'm, I'm, and I'm not talking about Monday through Friday week. I'm talking about you can't pick up a dumbbell week. I'm talking about you can't do 25 push-ups straight week. I'm talking about, nigga, I fucked your bitch and you still kiss her in the mouth week. So which week are we talking about? Because for a week, I could just talk about this. But let's let Trick love the kids. On your bitch ass. And I'm with whatever you with, nigga. Mm. And every nigga, every comedian, everybody who you told a story got, got more money than me and you. You on my level, bitch ass nigga. Ha <laughs> ha. Ooh, now that right there is something respectable. I can't deny that. The same person talking shit. These niggas are in the same motherfucking money bracket. You can't deny it. Trick daddy, I mean... I mean... Uh, weigh it out. I don't know. But what we do know is that... um, Trick love the kids, right? Only grown folks listen to my podcast... But I do have to remind you that listener discretion is always advised. I have these weird questions sometimes, and usually this is the place where it is that I come to. The, the thing that it is that you hear in the background is an actual dryer. I'm in someone else's garage recording this masterpiece but that's nothing let me get back to what it is that i originated with sometimes i sit to myself and i think about the sweet nothings you know those things that make you go hmm those things kind of like if you are a man no matter what race it is that you are if you are a man and a heavy set bitch attacks, uh, she attacks you. Do you have the right to knock her the fuck out? I mean, she's a woman, twice your size. I mean, don't you like have the right to defend yourself? At least for that matter, you should. But this is a question of old days. This is a question that has probably already been examined. It depends on the situation, exactly what was the precursor and exactly how we led up to this moment. Well, the moment that it is that we live in right now, what if it is a dyke bitch? What if it what if it's a heavy set they them we are z zay za? What if a heavy set za attacks you? Do you have the right to defend yourself? 
is it okay to say, bitch, I mean, uh, he, she, I mean, she, he, I mean, they, them, I mean, those all, I mean, I will fuck you. Is, can, can, can we treat them the same exact way that equality is spread like creamy peanut butter? Could we spread this ass whooping evenly across a plain piece of bread? Or am I dealing with a piece of bread that's fragile? Something that cannot maintain the texture that it is that it is supposed to be able to adhere to. These little minor things that it is that I think about usually stem from situations that have happened in my life or are happening in my life at the moment. And truthfully, when I think about the combined existence in which it is that I dwell in right now, I'm going to tell you right now, I will punch a heavy set bitch in her mouth real quick, real fast. But a bitch who identifies as a dude who's talking that shit like a nigga, I'm going to put my fingers in a dike. This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Let me bring up everything that it is that I usually do. Because this is the episode that I was talking about yesterday. Fingers in a dike. You see, men, most straight men, we love a lesbian. The word itself, lesbian, it, 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 it arouses you. It makes your dick stand up. It, it, makes, it makes your balls shift. And it puts that testosterone inside of your system. But the word dyke? Oh, my God. Hey, man. I mean, hey, bitch. Hey, bitch, you a man. Hey, man, you a bitch. I, I don't. Fingers in a dyke. <laughs> Oh, I got to bring everything up. I, I, I came unprepared. I, I anticipated recording this episode because the next 10 episodes is going to be directed in a special angle at certain individuals who underestimated my value. Not only when they met me, but as it is, where it is that we sit of right now. And when I say when we sit of, I'm talking about us. There's, there's no way to, to actually explain this shit except for to remind you that um, this right here is the best thing you've probably heard all week. I love you, Bobby. So let's get it. This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. I'm going to tell you one time, you should always stick two fingers in a dike. And you know who you are with your dike ass. Don't you wish you had a dick? Don't, don't you wish, hey, hey, hey. I mean, don't you wish you, you at least had a little dick? 
mean, not like a little dick, but, but just, I mean, Don't you wish you had something that you didn't have to act like that it is that you wish that it is that you had? So what we do is we put two fingers in a dike. The funny thing about lesbians is that they're sexy, but most of you dice is fat, sweaty, salty, ugly, motherfucking obese, looking all kind of motherfucking lopsided and shit. Dykes. You manly, receding hairline motherfuckers wanna act like you can stand in the position on which it is that you know you can't be. That's why you kick it around girls. And you know what girls do to other girls? They put two fingers in a dike. Yes. The animosity that it is that you think you hear not true because like i said before i love lesbians what is you got bitches you motherfuckers want to act like niggas until a nigga treats you like a nigga and you remind yourself that you a bitch and a dyke i mean it's close to ike right put the d in front of it oh that's right you don't put the d in front of anything but those two fingers you know what they do they twist they swirl but they go inside a dike now the reason why I'm getting on dikes is because they need to get got on you need some dick you need to get fucked and if you haven't been fucked, you're a dyke. But if you have been fucked, you're a liar. You're just a bitch that likes to wear man clothes. And if you don't wear man clothes, you're just a bitch that can't keep a man. Reminds me of somebody I know. Your mother. Usually, this behavior, it stems from an egocentric type of individual who only wants to control everything until she understands that she can't control men and the best thing that's next is a woman because a woman usually doesn't feel like she's threatened by another woman until she's threatened by another woman it's usually your friends who turn on you first just like it's usually your friends who introduce you into lifestyles that it is that you didn't know about and once you're there hey bitch we here you're a dyke let me stick two fingers in you you wanna know why because i ain't got no dick and what do you do with that you put two fingers in a dyke Motherfuckers thought that I was just sitting back and I stopped doing what it is that I do? You thought that I was through, huh? You thought that the best podcast ever made by an individual who ain't got nothing to lose put it down? When you know that my speciality is putting it down? Come on. You know what I did? I'm putting two fingers in a dike. 
the dyke that I'm talking about knows that I'm talking about her? Or am I just talking about all of you dykes? <laughs> Two fingers, hold them close, smell them first, are they clean? Did you wash your hands? Oh, smell like Dawn soap. Two fingers in a dike. And truthfully, two fingers in a dike is a metaphor for fuck these bitches. Because at the end of the day, if you have fallen in love, you find yourself happily in a marriage. Don't think for one second that if somebody gets inside of the person that it is, that you're in love with brain, they can change it. They can shift it. Rearrange it. And you know what happens? Nowadays, it's okay to be a dyke. I never let a man tell me what to do. Me and Susan are gonna be together forever. All she's got to do is remove four inches of her forearm and her calf and she'll have a phallus. For you uneducated motherfuckers, a phallus is the medical term for a dick. So instead of getting an actual phallus, you stick two fingers in the dike. It's gonna get nasty. See, the season eight. This season, I'm pointing fingers at every last one of you niggas. And truthfully, you bitches. Your bitch got more manhood than you. If you willing to sacrifice where it is, your lineage. If you willing to sacrifice how it is, your childhood. If you are willing to compromise the legacy on the shoulders of the giants that stepped before you, I ain't fucking with you, nigga. What's your real name? I don't give a fuck about no gangbang shit. My nigga, what's your real name? Who your fam is? We grown men over here, bro. Bruh, bruh. I don't call bitches bro neither. So I ain't talking to none of you bitches. I am talking to grown ass men, nigga. Don't come at me with your side names and your kick ups. Nigga, I don't give a fuck about. Nigga, what's your legacy? Cause this is mine. I own this space. In your ears. And very soon in your face. The best podcast ever. Sometimes I have to remind myself to be humble and be nice. And then I say again, fuck them niggas. And fuck them bitches too. Fuck everybody that ain't riding with me. And you should feel the same exact way about what it is that you're pursuing in your life. If they do not support you, fuck them niggas. And fuck them bitches. And if you fuck on niggas, and that's your bitch, fuck that bitch ass nigga. And if you fuck on niggas and he acting like a bitch, fuck that bitch nigga. 2004, 
we're going to open up a brand new door and start pointing fingers at some of you. But two fingers go in a dike. It's two fingers in a dike. <laughs> I don't know why. It, it, makes, it makes my belly warm. It makes me feel accepted to say those words. It genuinely relieves the stress that hinders me throughout the workday. Just, just, just say it to yourself. You put one finger up, you hold the next one close, then you shake that motherfucker, and then you stab her overdose. <laughs> Two fingers in a dike. Uh, th this is this is I've been wanting to rant. I was actually going to use real names, but I, why should I? You're not that important, and you know it. Most of you motherfuckers who claim that you're in love with the same sex, you're in love with the person that probably couldn't find another person, and both of you persons are just. Persons trying to figure out what person it is that you actually are. You're just a person. And so am I. I'm just an outspoken person who likes to take two fingers and stick out of the dike. <laughs> <laughs> two fingers in the dike. This is, ter this is terrible, huh? Too bad. Get over it. Like I said... <laughs> This is the Justice of the Peace podcast. I had to drop this motherfucker early. You will get another dose of this shit. I am not back. I won't record any more episodes. Because every time that I say that I'm going to record an episode, I don't. So I'm going to do vice versa. There are no, no more episodes coming from this podcast, okay? I'm lying like a motherfucker. You're about to be overwhelmed. Two Fingers in the Dike is the beginning. The next two episodes will centralize on exactly the mindset that most motherfuckers think is acceptable, but at the same time, should just be completely abandoned and neglected. One of them, probably, maybe the next episode that I am going to get on is this boss bitch bullshit. So you a boss, bitch. You got your own money. You got your own car. You got your own house. And you go far. Huh? Do you sleep by yourself, bitch? Hmm? Does anybody want to hug you? Are you trustable? Is your word worth any goddamn thing? I don't know. But as I think about the answers to those questions, I hold two fingers close. And I... I smell them first, and then I stick them in a dike. <laughs> dike, bitch. But yeah, I don't know what to tell you, except for every single one of these podcasts is recorded in one sitting. I do not re-record. I do not go back. I do not edit. And I do not take episodes down, you motherfucking clowns. Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through don't hurt nobody in the process, man. Please. We can't keep hurting each other. There is no good outcome on that unless you stick two fingers in a dike. Anyway, every single one of these podcasts is dedicated to the life, love, legacy, and 
the memory of my missing mother page. I love my mother. I miss my mama. And until I get her remains, some of you niggas is going to see bloodstains. My name is Justice, and this is the first episode of 2024 of the Justice and the Peace podcast.